Welcome back to Woman Engineering. I just wanted to give a big shout out to the 200 listeners that have shown up for each of our episodes. You listening to our podcast every week makes us beyond excited to create new content as much as we can. American history with regards to women's emancipation is not a linear journey, but a wave of acceptance and then retreat. Grace Murray Hopper came of age at the end of the Depression, where women began receiving the highest amounts of education opportunity. But it didn't stay that way, as another wave would eventually hit her life in the coming years. Born in 1906, Grace Brewster Murray was born to parents Walter and Mary in New York City. Like many other highly educated women in the 1930s, Grace came from a well-established Anglo-Saxon family in New York City. Her father was an insurance executive and her mother an accomplished mathematician. Her along with her brother and sister were not given any distinction and were all equally encouraged in their home to achieve academic success. Thus, the family didn't hesitate to invest in private education for their kids. Graduating from high school, she began attending Vassar College where she gained two degrees in math and physics. And two years later, she received a master's in mathematics from Yale and began pursuing her doctorate at Yale. Even among all the wonderful and brilliant women, Grace stood out. She was one of only 396 Americans to earn doctorates in mathematics between 1930 and 1934. She also was the only woman to receive a doctorate from Yale at the time. Unlike the other women who tended to teach at elementary or secondary school, she went off to become a college professor. Though the position was met with respect, a large portion of society questioned a woman's ability to balance a career alongside a family. During the, her first years of being a professor, she worked her way up the ladder. She taught all the classes no one else wanted to. It seemed as if Grace found her career until a fateful moment in U.S. history happened. One moment, please. After hearing of the attack on Pearl Harbor, Grace knew that she wanted to join the Navy. During this time, women began receiving 
high numbers of career options as men left for war in large numbers due to the draft. Reminiscent of the time was the poster of Rosie the Riveter stating, We can do it. During the time, Grace divorced her husband and left her career at Vassar for the Navy. Her military rank endowed her with the external trappings of authority, uniform, title, pay, privilege, military rank protocol, and tradition helped to neutralize any societal prejudices against women in positions of public responsibility. Grace Hopper was assigned to Howard Aiken, another computer pioneer to develop the Mark I. Howard is what now would be considered a male chauvinist. And she knew this. And even with her credentials of being a genius mathematician and physicist, she had to change her whole persona to gain the trust of her colleagues, including her humor, language, and drinking habits. But even then, after all this work, she began to gain and be recognized as the most prominent person in the Harvard Computation Laboratory, other than Aiken. Positioned at Harvard University with the Navy, she began work on some of her most important works. This was in Philadelphia, where the Eckhart Mockley Computer Corporation was located. Between 1949 and 1960, Hopper began working on her papers on programming and computer design. Those papers describe a series of programming advances that permit humans to communicate with computers in terms other than ones and zeros. During the 50s, her achievements led to the field of automatic programming, which set the foundation for future high-level computer languages. Her inventions gave way to easier communication between human and machine. Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to the first part of this series. I'm so excited to get into more about Grace Hopper next week. And don't forget, anything that you can do to help us with the creation of our podcast would be greatly welcome. Also, we're looking for anybody that would like to be interviewed, so if you want to get into an interview, go to our Facebook page at Womb Engineering and reach out to us. Also, any donations to our podcast can help us create more and more content every week. So anything helps and we'd appreciate it. Anyways, have a great week. Thank you for tuning in and shout out to all the 200 listeners. I hope that we gain more and this community grows. And don't hesitate to reach out and talk to me about history of women or anything. I'm just here to listen.